podcast. My name is David. My name is Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. Indeed, we are. Well, today we are diving into a wonderful topic, death. Remember, you will die. Memento mori. Yes. This links a little bit to the last one, I think. We talked about Ryan Holiday last episode and... One of the things he's got quite into is the Stoic philosophy. I think we briefly touched on that. And this idea of memento mori, that's quite big in some Stoic Mm -hmm. understandings. This idea, remember you will die or you must die. Yes, I think, well, I believe it's Latin, uh, memento mori. And yes, it's often translated, remember you will die. The... uh, article that i read that prompted this episode i was like, oh yeah it's a really good take on it they actually say we reckon a more accurate translation is remember you must die and they said there's a although it's a subtle difference it does change the way that you understand it uh, but before we dive into that like, why do we need to remember we've got to die what why do we want to do that that's pretty morbid beginning of the new year happy new year remember you're gonna die um so <laughs> You know, now we're in February. It's the the month of love and death. Um, <laughs> I've just coined that. You can drop it. I think let's drop that. When I first said this to you, David, what were your thoughts on on this topic, on this article? I suppose I've I've come across this idea in a number of different ways. Maybe more recent ways of understanding this. I've written my own obituary. That's a way of remembering I will die or I must die. Yeah. Uh, I read a book called 4,000 Weeks, which is about how long most of us, our life expectancy is. We're going to get 4,000 weeks. And it's that idea of, that's, a, that's not that much, especially mm. considering I'm already like, you know, 17, 1,800 weeks into that, you know. Um, so it's it but in it, a week doesn't feel very long but it's like well when i start ticking them off of four thousand, it, it does and it's just a reminder that it's like actually, i think it can be a useful thing for most of us because and they talk about this bit in the article mostly we avoid thinking about it we don't yeah. engage with the fact that we're going to die we live as if we're going to live forever but also we live really short term um so somehow we're like quite risk averse but also, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Do you know. Does that make sense? Like, we're not if if we know we're going to die, you'd maybe think, hey, we maybe take a few more big risks that would big payoffs. But instead, we think we're going to live forever, so we don't take any risks, and we just sort of live very present, and that can have costs as well. Yeah, absolutely. the The article goes to explain it. Says that. The origins of this, whilst aren't certain, definitely go back to at least as far as Roman times. And one of the uses was uh, when there was maybe a general returning victorious from battle, as they were riding through uh, that parade, as they were being paraded through the city victorious, there was either a servant or a slave sitting in the chariot next to him or standing in the chariot next to him and whispering this uh, other sentence which i'm not going to try and say because it's longer longer latin but effectively the translation is look behind remember you also are a man and it's that thing of remember you're immortal you might feel in this moment immortal but you are a mortal and again that's exactly what this phrase the smaller one memento mori is it's remember you will die and in doing that changes the way that you you're going to live because i'm not going to live forever i'm not 
this eternal being. And even though, as we've commented before, our culture at the moment seems to worship youth. It, you know, all of the celebrated people that you see up on the screen are young and beautiful and in the peak of their health. Uh, we love to celebrate that. And there's constantly a new stream. And once you've fallen off the other end of it, you're kind of, you know, you've got to try and find something else to to, to get your glory from. But yeah, we live these short term, we glorify youth and we think, we, we think oh, that's never going to happen to me. Or it's, it won't happen to me. So the active movement towards actually I'll, I will die or again as this phrase is I must die well how is that going to change the way I live because if I must die I'd want to die well and if I must die well that probably means I'm going to have to have lived well mm. yeah and that's how he sort of finishes you must live well I think that was interesting imagine <laughs> we all peak moment and you're like you know you've just had this huge victory you're celebrated by everyone and there's a person just sort of whispering to you it's like you're just a mortal like me and <laughs> yeah yeah you're not that great you're gonna die as well um i mean it's i I get the idea which is good to be humble but i'm not sure it's that great when someone else is like you should be humble (laughs) it's interesting i wonder how many of those people that uh that had that role end up getting stabbed and thrown off of the chariot well you said they were a slave so you know there is a a sort of a risk there isn't there (laughs) but uh yeah that that's interesting but I, i the broader idea i do quite think is helpful that i think he finishes this in the last paragraph it's like yeah remember you must die but ultimately remember you must live Mm. and live well and you know with aliveness and fullness and actually you will die and we i will die and we're you know everyone dies it's the you know we joke about it you know the two certainties in life are tax and death and um and it's like but actually do we really face that do we contemplate that and people wiser and smarter than me have talked about that moment when you truly grasp that you are finite that you will die it it, it changes you at quite a fundamental and deep level and it changes the way you live and you approach life and yeah some people never get that maybe some people get that early lots of people probably get that a little bit later after life and experiences happen to you yeah it's interesting because, of course, this phrase and this philosophy goes back a couple of thousand years at least. And I'm sure it, it went further because back then people were not so separated away from death. It wasn't so easy to sort of medicalize it and it's it's become professionalized. Yet uh, some of the people that hooked into this were, you know, talked about Trappist monks in the 17th century. I remember actually listening to Pete Gazzaro. Um, he went and I think lived in a monastery for uh, maybe a decade or so and mm. talks about kind of there was there was a grave plot that they were digging every day that like they did a little bit of digging and it was like, oh, that's whoever dies next. That's their grave, you know, and then we'll start digging the next one. And it, it seems mad, doesn't it? It seems mad to be like, oh, yeah, we're digging you know it's probably going to be george you know you know or whatever but like it, it seems mad because like that is super macabre is it macabre or macabre i don't know macabre and gloomy and yet i'm sure that in doing that it, kind of that recognition of the brevity of life it brings a sense of clarity this is not a day to be wasted this is not a day to just be mm-hmm. thrown away uh, it is a day or a week, the 4,000 weeks, to be seized and uh, not necessarily to, to be squeezed out of and, and, and sort of to, uh, what's it called, you know, seize the day. Uh, but it's that, actually, I want to enjoy the richness now. 
And what does it look like to build a day that is moving towards, I will not be here. Mm. Uh, apparently in the, the catacombs, there's, there were these, um, yeah, I'm probably under Rome, I'm guessing. Uh, the catacombs, there were these statements that was, uh, one was like, um, where you stand, we once stood, and where we are now, you will, will one day be. Mm. I thought, ah, hmm. and, and like you said, it's it's that clarifying moment of helping you recognize what's important. And it's not nihilistic in the sense that it's like, oh, I'm going to die, so why do anything? It's much more like, I'm going to die, so let's make the moment of this make the most of this let's seek beauty in the world let's create joy let's live purposefully um according to really what is important for you and most people find actually that's pretty similar that's relationships that's people that's um purpose and uh and so those sorts of things can be quite really interesting and helpful and so i wonder you know as you're talking it's like have i really faced up to the fact that i will die uh, you know talk to somebody and they're like well we talked my, my grandma was saying you know it's like, i don't know how long i've got left and i was sort of like yeah well i don't know how long i've got left you know yeah. like <laughs> reality which is like yeah but you probably will and it's like well maybe i probably will but you don't know and it's like <laughs> have i if, am i living in such a way that if i were to die or something bad was happening in the next month week year whatever what would i have left what would have I lived in a way that is joyful and mm. seeking beauty? Mm. I don't know. Mm. And of course, we've mentioned a couple of times, the last paragraph, the closing paragraph in this article, and I think where we want to land is, you know, what Memento Mori really invites us to do is remember we must die, and yet remember we must live. That's what it really means. It means memento vivere. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm enjoying how <laughs> your camera is completely fussed out. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's a sign. It's the end of the episode. Yeah, the end do, of the episode. Do the TikTok thing, and that's it. There we are. Thanks for listening to the Make It Count podcast. Um, Remember, you're going to die. You must die. So how's that going to change the way you're going to do See you next week. <laughs>